You're listening to the Social Selling Simplified Podcast. Stick around if you too are obsessed with learning things that actually work and believe that success leaves clues. We're all about identifying results-producing roadmaps and getting super clear on how to scale and grow your online business. From part-timer to president, social selling expert Ashley Shaw will help you connect the dots and take the guesswork out of what works to grow a social selling empire. It's time to hear from social selling legends, listen in on truthful conversations, and learn the best tips and tricks to reduce the marketing overwhelm so you can build the social selling business of your dreams. If you're ready to go all in, no holding back, and build the business you've always wanted, you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, social selling guru, and fitness industry OG, Ashley Shaw. Welcome to Social Selling Simplified. I'm your host, Ashley Shaw, and this is our official 100th episode of Social Selling Simplified. And I wanted to take the opportunity today to talk about the most important business lessons learned in 2021. It's been a heck of a year. I don't know about you guys, but this year for us as a business, this was not only our fifth year in business, we're just celebrating that anniversary coming up here in October, but it's been one of the most uniquely challenging years we've ever had for a number of reasons. And I'm going to get into some of those today, but I want to take the opportunity to share with you the most important lessons that we learned. So hopefully this can either save you a little bit of time as you may come across the same lessons or challenges, and maybe also to lend that empathy to you if it's been a tough year for you and you're trying to figure out the best way to grow your business. And it's just always good to hear from other entrepreneurs what they're dealing with and how they're currently overcoming challenges in their business. Because it is our 100th episode today, it has been a full year, more than a full year. Oh my gosh, it's almost been two years. It's actually over two years of podcasting. I was going to say one year, but I was like, wait a second, like that's a lot of episodes. It's got to be close to two years. So, yeah, two years of podcasting. And it's just been an absolute thrill to bring you social selling simplified every week in your earbuds. And I'm super pumped for today's episode. The first thing that I need to tell you is that we are actually doing a very, very special giveaway. I can't tell you guys how much I use my AirPods when it comes to taking cocoa for walks or just meditating around the house while I'm doing some housework, those sort of things. My AirPods have always been super, super important and keeps me so productive. So we're going to be giving away a pair of Apple AirPods. So the way that you can win those is by submitting a review of the podcast and doing a quick screenshot of that. So you can do that on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or anywhere that you are listening to this podcast. And then just tagging us on Instagram to show us that you've left a review, that's how you're going to get entered to win a pair of Apple AirPods. I have to tell you guys that when I say we're running a contest, the number of people that actually end up taking action is never a huge amount. 
If you want a pair of AirPods, this is your chance. Make sure that you submit a review of the podcast. Leave us an honest review of your biggest takeaways and what you've been learning here on Social Selling Simplified. And we will be picking a winner. So make sure that you tag me at the Ashley Shaw. Hey coach, if you're not getting engagement on your posts and you're not sure why, or you want to find challengers and coaches, but they're not coming to you and you don't know what you're doing wrong, or you want the shortcut to growing your coaching business fast, but feel like there's something keeping you from gaining momentum. My ideal customer cheat sheet is designed specifically for you. I like to call it my secret weapon and you will too. You can post pretty pictures with great captions, but if you're not talking directly to your ideal customer, you won't get what you're looking for. My ideal customer cheat sheet contains a process most coaches have never even heard of, and it will help you get crystal clear on exactly who your ideal customer is and how to talk to them. That's what makes this your new secret weapon to slowing the scroll for immediate engagement. Go check it out at ashleyshaw.ca slash I-C-C-S. That's ashleyshaw.ca slash I-C-C-S. So I want to tell you guys a little bit about first why I got into podcasting before we go into the most important business lessons that I learned in 2021. So the reason I actually got into podcasting is I was in Rick Mulready's Accelerator Mastermind And we were talking about content and how to provide value to your audience. He told us and shared with the group that about 80% of his customers actually came from his podcast. And if you guys don't know who Rick is, he is definitely not only a guru on Facebook ads, but he's been one of my mentors and he's really somebody that I've always (laughs) looked up to in terms of some of the, he's basically how I got my education in Facebook ads. And he really helped me go from $10,000 inconsistent months to being able to 10X our business and have our first seven figure year. Like he was really, really an important part of that transformation for us. As he was telling us about how podcasting had really changed his life and his business, I thought, you know what, maybe this is something that I could get into because I love teaching. I love talking to other entrepreneurs. And what really did it for me is as soon as I started doing more interviews with other like-minded entrepreneurs, that's when I was really hooked. It was a really cool way to connect with other people and to really network with other people. And that's probably been One of the things I love most about podcasting is if you want to be connected to other entrepreneurs, not necessarily is it entrepreneurs in exactly what you do, like it allows you to connect with people that have similar audiences to you and to have really great conversations. And the number of episodes that have just made me feel so much less alone because being an entrepreneur can sometimes feel, you know, very lonely, especially when you know, you start crafting out this life where you don't have to go to work anymore. And, you know, you're still working, of course, from home, but you have all this freedom and maybe the people around you don't necessarily have that. So it can feel like this really solo adventure. And when I started podcasting, I just got to connect with all these people that I might have never connected with. And I just love talking to people in the network marketing space that are that top 1%. 
they're just so happy to share their story. And it's been a really great way to network and to get to know other people. So if podcasting has been on your mind, like maybe this would be something really cool that I could do to share with my audience, to teach them. I would say it has been such a blessing in my life to be bringing you Social Selling Simplified and to have had so many guests on the show and to be presenting you today with episode 100. Definitely, definitely go for it. There is some lifting involved, especially where you're going to be consistent with bringing out your content. Putting together an episode a week is definitely no joke, but it pushes you in all the right ways. So I'll leave you guys with that, with podcasting. It's definitely something that I would recommend. I'm going to get into lesson number one, and I have got nine lessons for you today. They all come with a little bit of a story, and I'm going to explain a little bit of the why behind the lesson and some of the results that I saw from this lesson. So the first one is your trajectory in your business is determined by who you spend time with. This is something I think we've all heard before, right? That we're an average of the five people that we spend the most time with. We've all heard that before. But I think that where this really becomes important is if you look at your social circle and you look to see who in that circle is actually bringing up that average. Because I think sometimes we surround ourselves with people that we are comfortable with. And if you ever feel that resistance or something is just off, this can happen quite easily where the same people that you surrounded yourself before, like, you know, talking six months ago, a year ago, five years ago, it can all of a sudden start to feel a little bit different. And this is something that you know, as Bill and I have become more and more in tuned with having an abundant point of view and really making sure that we're always looking for the good and not wanting to focus on what is quote unquote, you can't see me right now, but I'm doing air quotes, what is wrong with things right now. People become attracted to the drama. And once you start to get your head out of that mindset, you can really feel those vibrations when you're around that group of people. So I think it's really important to have different outlets of groups of people that you know bring up your average. And you know maybe your old circle doesn't do that for you. It's important to think about how you can bring up that average. Now, some of the ways that I have found to be really, really helpful has been one is podcasting because then I am always connected with people that are doing incredible things in social selling and incredible things in network marketing. That has been a big game changer. The other thing has been hiring a coach. I always do better when I have a business coach, someone in my corner that is helping me level up and see the blind spots and see those things that I'm not exactly sure how to move through. And then the other area can be masterminds. Now, I will caution you when it comes to masterminds, I've joined masterminds where there have been people that bring up the average and I have joined masterminds where they bring down the average. And it's really important to know how you feel and notice that when you get off those mastermind calls or group coaching calls, because you really want people that are pushing you 
towards bigger goals versus it's almost like they are making it okay that everyone is just hitting those lower goals. They're like averaging it out and making that average sort of look better. It is an important piece of really evaluating your life and who you're surrounding yourself with because it really does determine where you go from here. And if you're going towards your goals or you're not going towards your goals. And I would say like, I think that I have minimized the impact of this before, but when I am in flow with this group of people and people that are doing big things, it makes a huge difference. And I would almost say that when you share big goals with these people, they don't get jealous, but instead they get excited and they get fired up. You can tell a lot about your social circle when you share goals with them or share your achievements. Do they get really jealous of what you're accomplishing or are they excited and sharing their goals as well? So a big thing to think about. That is lesson number one. Lesson number two is to be a pro, you got to set up like a pro. So this year has been definitely, there's been, I mean, a ton of ups and downs with COVID and really just learning how to live life with an infant. It's been a journey for sure. And what I've learned about being an entrepreneur and working from home and having a little one is that when I do not have my daily schedule set up for success, and I do not have help at home, I am definitely not my best self. When it comes to scheduling and setting up like a pro, what I've noticed is when I have somebody come in and help with Coco and help with, you know, while she's here, Coco's napping our meal prep and get us really set up for a week of success. It's amazing how many things really roll with that and all the momentum that is gained versus there have been times where we haven't had that consistency of help. And I'm not saying, you know, you need to have somebody every day of the week and that's going to be the difference maker, but you've definitely got to look at what are the areas or times of day that if you just had that alone time to get those things done, or there were key areas in your life, like maybe it's your workouts, maybe it's your meal prep could be different for everybody. If there's an area in your life that you really want to go pro, it's important that you set it up like a pro instead of the old way for me was just, you know, crossing my fingers and really hoping that I could get something done during nap time or, you know, that sort of idea. And that just, it played on my emotions a lot. It, it didn't allow me to feel consistent in my business. And I'm telling you like the payoff of going pro in those key areas that make a big difference in your business, like the revenue comes back to you when you have that key focus time. To be a pro, you got to set up like a pro. Okay, lesson number three, social media will continue changing. What does not change is how to add value. The one thing I've learned this year is that there's always new announcements about Instagram is going to video and Facebook is changing its algorithm. These things literally will never change. Like the fact that there's always going to be these announcements and these updates and things changing. What every single influencer, what every single marketer will tell you is that as long as you are consistently providing value to your audience, that is what is going to help you grow your audience. 
if you are no longer providing any value in your content, people will unfollow you and they'll find another way to get value. So I think sometimes we can get really caught up on, oh, I've got to start doing reels. I've got to start you know, doing more stories. We can get so caught up in that where what you really need is a process around how to create valuable content. The medium, it doesn't really matter as much because it will always continue to change. But once you nail how to give your audience super, super valuable content, you will always, always be successful when it comes to growing your following and creating a social media account that does great things for your business. So lesson number four is Facebook ads tanked this year. And this is what we did about it. For a lot of you that are running Instagram or Facebook ads, you may have noticed some big changes this year. I'm going to give you guys a little bit of a backstory as to some of the things that we noticed and what started to happen. It was around the election where ads started climbing as well as insurgency in the White House. That is where things really started to move how ads were performing. And we noticed that there were a lot of marketers that in January or February started new Facebook ad accounts. There's a way to actually go on the Facebook ad library and see how long people have been running ads. And you could see all these marketers had shut down their old account and started new ones uh, come the beginning of the year, which definitely told us that there was a lot of instability going on with ads and that people were feeling definitely that same pinch we were feeling. It was like all of a sudden, what we had been doing for a long time was not working anymore. What we had to do... I'm just going to be real with you guys. Like in the past, we are heavily invested in Facebook ads and we have been like we're spending anywhere from 30 to 40,000 a month in ads in the past. And we were super comfortable to do that. You can track all of that on the back end to make sure that it is giving you that return on investment. Come earlier in the year, all of a sudden, ad prices were just soaring up. And then in combination with that, Apple had some changes with what they were going to allow on their new software and basically told Facebook that, you know, we're going to have to get people's permission for you to track their activity. This caused a bunch of issues with pixels and being able to use Facebook ads, how you had used it in the past. There was a big shift in the way that Facebook ads used to work versus how it was working now. So we completely shut off all ads and went back to the drawing board with how do we create a better funnel and value journey so that we can really make sure that every step of the way, there is something really valuable for any new subscribers that come onto our email list. And we really abandoned what we had done in the beginning with our strategy and did something completely different. This is where we actually came across Digital Marketer. And if you guys haven't heard of them, they're a really great resource for those that are looking to get very advanced in their uh, digital marketing skills. And so when we were noticing that there were changes in the ads. We really dug into their material. I got certified in 
a handful of different digital marketer courses. And we actually ended up hiring someone that had worked with all the digital marketer certifications. And he really helped us lay out our plan and how we were going to improve our funnel. So if you experienced any changes with your Facebook ads this year, the lesson there is that ads will always be changing. And I remember hearing one thing from our sales and marketing VP, and he said that back when Google first came out, ad prices were really low. And that was just because there weren't a lot of people using them. And as more and more people start to use them, they get more expensive. So then people move ship to another supplier, aka Facebook ads. But then as more and more people are using them, they get more expensive because they were quite cheap in the beginning. Like It's very difficult to get ad prices that cheap as compared to other sources. It's just important to be agile in your strategy. And this is definitely a lesson that we learned this year and how we started to shift and make some adjustments in our funnel to provide more valuable resources along the way. So it was more enticing for people to want to get the content and value that we were providing. Lesson number five is you need to keep adding to your funnel. Once you build your funnel, and when I say funnel, I'm basically talking about, you know, when someone becomes aware of you, they then will engage with you. So you have to have content that is engaging, that is pushing them towards subscribing to your email list. And you would most likely have a freebie that's helping them do that. Then they get on your email list where you want to convert them with a lower priced offer, like something around the $7 range. Then you're going to excite them and start putting offers in front of them until they convert along with providing value. And there's other additional steps there, but that's your basic funnel and what it may look like. You need to keep adding to that funnel and testing different offers. It isn't that common that you would have an offer that converts for a super long period of time. There is fatigue in the market, even when it comes to ads, like ads may only work for a certain period of time after people have seen them a certain number of times. This is what is referred to as frequency. It is the same when it comes to material in your funnel and adding different pieces. One of the things that we're doing differently is I actually am working on a book really written for network marketers that are in this space and really looking to scale up their business and become a celebrity. Like what is it that creates that magnetism that celebrities have? So more to come on this, but you want to be constantly adding to that funnel and creating new pieces that you can serve your audience with because they're always growing and learning. So you want to be doing the same. Lesson number six, the same offer will not work. I got into this a little bit in the previous lesson, but I think it's really important that you don't look at this as I'm failing. When something stops working in your business, it's really important to be able to differentiate your business from you as a person. This is something that I definitely had a big struggle with because when I worked in the fitness industry, it was always, you were so tied to whether you know, you hit your goal or not. And if you were hitting your goals, everything else was good. It didn't really matter. You were just hitting your goals. But if you weren't, 
everything under the surface you got to look at. Almost this idea of like sales cures all sins. I've often heard said about that. It's really important to understand that when you are crafting these offers in your business, there are some things that just may not work. And it's really important to keep testing, to keep communicating with your audience and keep offering value because there's just nothing more valuable than an engaged audience where you are learning from what their needs are, what is causing them pain and and how you can help them. Lesson number seven is to check your market. What I mean by this is that, you know, a lot of us stumble upon our market with just pure luck. And we don't really do the research to find out, is this the right market that I should be in? And this is something we've spent a lot of time on in the last month, really thinking about. So there are four main components to looking at your market. The first thing is, are the people in pain? There needs to be pain there for you to be able to offer a solution that they would actually want to take you up on. So an example would be, let's say you have a hot dog cart outside of the bars after the bars close. Like there is a pain there, right? People are hungry versus let's say your hot dog stand was on the way in for people going to the bars. There's a big difference, right? People are going to be in a different place after the bar, after they've been drinking and they're hungry, right? The next thing you want to think about is who has the purchasing power. The example here would be if you, let's say, started a business and you were going to help people that just went bankrupt, like they're not necessarily going to have that same power to pay you if that is the market that you choose. So you just want to be really smart about that market and do they have purchasing power? The next thing to think about is that market actually growing? Another example could be, oh, if I was going to focus on helping brick and mortar gyms, is that number going up or is that number going down? And looking at that in consideration of who I'm targeting. And the last area to consider is, are they easy to target? Eventually, at some point in your business, you will run out of warm leads and you're going to need to use advertising to reach those other people. And I think sometimes this is a a point people actually really get stuck is they're like, oh, I can't attract any more customers in my business. Well, it's time to do some advertising. You want to make sure that the market that you're picking is easy to target. So whether you're using Facebook ads or Google ads or YouTube ads, wherever you may be, you want to make sure that you understand how the targeting works and that they are easy people to target. Lesson number eight. The riches are in the niches. So if you've ever heard of that saying before, then you know what that means is that when you can get really specific about the market that you help and really call out those people, life becomes a whole heck of a lot easier. If your market right now, let's say it should fall really into three categories, either health, wealth, or relationships. Those are the three major categories. And Behind those three markets, there is people have a lot of motivation to change those things. So you want to make sure that you are picking one of those areas. So let's say you happen to pick health and that is the market that you're in. From there, maybe you want to help moms, but you can't stop there. You've got to go further. Now, maybe you want to help moms that are interested in trying keto and moms that have more than 30 pounds to lose. 
you see how we went down three or four levels. It can't just be moms. You've got to go deeper and deeper because then you can really speak to those people very specifically and they're going to know it's for them versus if you're so generic because you're worried about getting customers, you're not going to hit a lot of people where they actually know that this product is for them and you will lose a ton of customers because of that. Lesson number nine, always be inspired. This again is an easy one that can just slip by. And what I mean by that is if you are not taking time to listen to a book or do some development each and every day, then you are not going to be at your very best to provide other people with that inspiration. I know there's ebbs and flows with how much time we have for ourselves and spend on development. But I know for myself, I can absolutely tell when I have not done any development because I feel like it's much harder to show up for my people. It's much harder to go live and know what to talk about. And I just don't feel that same like pep in my step. So definitely make sure that you are listening to something daily. It it can be a book, only has to be five minutes or so to get a couple of those golden nuggets. It spreads so far in your business. Not only Does it provide inspiration for your social media posts? It may provide inspiration for a live you're going to do. There's so many places that that inspiration will spread. So make sure that you are always inspired. Lastly, I just want to let you guys know that I am absolutely thrilled that you have chosen to spend your precious time with me today. I would love if you could leave a review. I would love for you to tag me in that and enter to win that pair of Apple AirPods. I so appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for making Social Selling Simplified possible. And I look so forward to serving you in these next 100 episodes. We'll see you next time, guys, on Social Selling Simplified. Thanks for taking the time to level up today. If you're ready to commit to personal and professional growth, move forward, make money, and grow your health and fitness business, head to my free community on Facebook, Business Bootcamp for Fitness Coaches, so I can support you every step along the way. Thank you so much for tuning in today and we'll see you right back here next week on Social Selling Simplified.